Welcome back to Dragon Cast Z. It is your host, Juanito Papito so Solito the Third, back with another episode for you. And today we're going to be covering a wish to the eternal dragon. But before we hop in that, I just want to let everybody know that we have a Discord up and running for everyone. Uh, we have some moderators and chat bots in there to make sure everything goes smoothly uh, there's different like uh text chats and voice chat lobbies so if you're going in you can talk about different animes upload like images and videos um put put in your own links in there if you want also if you're looking for people to play with you can do that there there's voice channels uh, there's a few voice channel lobbies this way you guys can talk while you're playing your games and there's also a music lobby where you can just go in and listen to music that the uh, music bot I have set up will play so there's like a specific commands that you could use and that's all in the description in the bot commands channel so definitely go check that out I'll have the link in the description below in the link tree um, link and also don't forget to follow on our social media so twitter and instagram this way you stay up to date on everything because um, that's where i post any and all updates so you would have seen uh you would already have seen like a few days ago that this was already all up and running so enough of that this episode it, it's like this episode has like nothing to it but is also crazy at the same time last episode Goku, Bulma, and Yamcha are trapped in the in the maze building still in the castle in the original room that they started off in. They're trapped there and Oolong and Poir turned into bats and tried flying out to to steal the Dragon Balls. This way uh, Emperor Pilaf couldn't make his wish, right? So now, you know, at the end of that episode, you saw that the dragon was summoned. So that's where we pick up. You know, Par and Oolong couldn't make it, and the Eternal Dragon is summoned. And everybody is like, you know, peel off and everyone, they're like terrified of this dragon. He's very intimidating and just demands that the wish be made. This way he can just get out of there and be on his way again, right? Bulma's complaining, oh, I'm never going to get a boyfriend now because I'm not going to be able to make this wish. And then Yamcha's complaining, oh, I'm never going to be able to talk to any, be around any pretty girls because I couldn't make this wish. Emperor Pilaf over here is like super, super, super intimidated by uh, the Eternal Dragon. And he just can't like come up with his wish. He knows what he wants. And prior to like the dragon being summoned, he was imagining all of it, like envisioning it. And it's like him in this at this like big castle with hundreds of thousands of people cheering him on. And because his wish is to rule the world and have everybody love him so he's like he was envisioning all this he has now he has the dragon in front of him and he's intimidated he like can't get the words out and the dragon demands that he makes the wish and emperor Pilaf apologizes he's like it's my first time doing this i'm sorry emperor Pilaf finally starts like saying his wish he starts saying what he wants and oolong gets up and he's he says i'm no hero but i'm getting tired of this and my underwear is chafing. And he starts running towards the dragon. He's got like one fist up in the air. And he's charging over. And uh, and, he sa and he says, I wish for the most comfortable and soft underwear 
in the entire world. And like everybody like freezes. Pilaf is shocked. The dragon doesn't say a word. All of a sudden you see like it looks like a shooting star comes flying across. And then it like glimmers. And then down comes the underwear floating down and lands on Oolong's head. And it looks like women's underwear. <laughs> so Oolong ended up wishing for a women's underwear. And the uh, eternal dragon says your wish has been granted. All of a sudden flash of light. He disappears, the Dragon Balls fly up in the air, and they just beam off into, like, different areas of the planet. And meanwhile, like, while all this was happening, Goku was, like, firing off these Kamehameha waves. And he, like, states that the Kamehameha waves make him hungry. And, but he ends up, like, breaking the wall, and Yamcha, Bulma, and Goku are able to make it out. But this is just by the time that... Oolong has made his wish and the dragon has gone. So Emperor Pilaf gets extremely angry and yells, Get him! I want that pig for breakfast! And now all of a sudden, like, our heroes are being chased by um, Shu, Mai, and Pilaf, and everyone starts running away. And Oolong and Par were right next to each other, so Oolong starts running, grabs Par, grabs her by her hand, and runs off with her and tells her how they have to get out of there, right? And Goku, Bulma, and Yamcha are up on the on the castle still, and Mai and Shu start shooting at them with like machine guns, and Goku's just stuck sitting there. And he just looks so tired. So Yamcha grabs Bulma and starts to run, and then they realize Goku's not moving. And go and they yell over to Goku, and Goku says, oh, I'm just too tired to even move. And Yamcha's going to be like, well, you're about to be dead if you don't move. So he grabs he grabs Goku, and they start running. Chu decides to give this loud whistle and summon his, like, I think he called them, like, dog troops or something like that. So, like, the whistle echoes throughout, like, the castle and the property. And this door opens up and all these, like, attack dogs. They look like, uh, like, maybe, like, German shepherds or something. These attack dogs, like, come running out. And these dogs are on another level because Oolong and Par think they're safe. And all of a sudden, these dogs pop out from under the sand and start chasing them. And they're running. And, like, Goku, Yamcha, and Bulma are running through the castle. And all of a sudden, the dogs, like, pop out through the ceiling and jump down at them. And Yamcha gets Goku to fight by saying, look, Goku, there's dinner. So Goku looks at one of these dogs and just imagines it already, like, slow roasted and cooked. And he gets all excited. He's like, oh, food. And he starts fighting the dogs and he starts beating them up. And I'm like, no, no, I don't remember this. Like, I remember him fighting the dogs. But no, don't tell me. Don't tell me Goku eats a dog. You cannot have that. You cannot have this stereotype in an anime. And I was like, this is going to be terrible if he actually sits down and eats a dog. Luckily, he just fights them off. And they keep making their way through the castle. And eventually, like, they keep going into, like, these rooms. And they end up having to fight these dogs. And Oolong and Poir end up getting away. And then Poir says to Oolong, like, we could just turn into birds and fly out of here. And now at this point, like, Goku and everyone, they're, like, in this great room. And they just, they fight off the dogs. And everybody grabs onto, like, Goku. And he uses the power pole to get him up to, like, the next level. But they're, like, too far away from these windows, so they can't reach. And because of the weight, the power pole starts to uh, unbalance and tip over. So that everybody comes falling down as Oolong and Par are flying 
as birds and they end up landing on them. So then the attack dogs come and start attacking, but Goku and everyone's too tired. Mai, Shu, and, and Pilaf all show up and they have guns pointed at Bulma and everybody. And Yamcha was fighting the dog still. And he has like, he's literally holding one dog by the, by its like leg and the thing's like knocked out. And Yamcha has to give up because they have guns drawn on everybody else and Goku can't fight because he's too hungry. They get thrown into like this cell and Goku... Goku realizes like that the ceiling to the cell it's all glass. Bulma and everyone's like complaining that there's no way out and Goku goes, "Well, look, the the ceiling, it's it's glass." And they're like, "Yeah, but it's got to be super strong." And he goes, "No way, it's it's harder than my head." So Goku does like this jump, jumps up all the way to the ceiling, bashes his head into it, nothing happens. The glass doesn't break, nothing. Bulma says like, "Oh, well, it looks like it's tempered glass also, so it's not going to be easy to break." All of a sudden, you know, Bulma once again starts complaining about how she's not going to have a boyfriend and Yamcha complains about not being able to have a girl, uh, be around girls. And they complain that they have to wait a whole nother year. And this is where Bulma explains to everybody the legend of the Dragon Balls. After the Dragon Balls get used, they fly to different parts of the world and they basically hibernate for a year and they become stone. So they're not even recognizable as Dragon Balls. So they become these stone balls and you have to wait a whole year to be able to use them again. And they're whining and complaining about that. And Emperor Pilaf gets like on this loudspeaker and starts talking to him like, you're you're going to be dead. You don't have to worry about waiting a whole year. But meanwhile, Goku's like concerned because he now lost a four star Dragon Ball, which was gifted to him by his grandpa and all that. But Pilaf says, you don't have to worry about anything because by tomorrow you're all going to be exterminated. And then he goes on to explain to him that that's a special room he designed. He calls it the Easy Bake Cell, something like that, um, something along those lines. He called it that it harnesses like the the sun's power and just heats up to an immeasurable temperature, uh, eliminating anybody who's in the room. So basically, I don't know how old you guys might be, but back in my day when I was a kid, girls had these toys and they were like Easy Bake ovens, right? And so they had, so it's basically like an easy bake oven. Obviously, you know, not all of you are girls, so you might not have had this toy or might not have had sisters who had this toy. But for us boys, I never had one, but my cousins did. There was a queasy bake oven. I don't know if you remember that. The queasy bake oven was the one that made like, um, you put like this goo in there and it makes like worms and spiders and like all these like creepy crawly things. So it was like, it was literally the counterpart to the easy bake oven. It was meant for you to like annoy your like siblings and stuff with. So hopefully that's a flashback uh, for you guys there. But that's basically what this room is. It's an easy bake oven. So it's nighttime and Emperor Pilaf says sleep tight because I'll wake you up bright and early in the morning for toast. You know, implying that he, he's going to bake them all. So everybody's just chilling in the in the cell now. Uh, Emperor Pilaf, Shu, and Mai went to bed. So they're in their beds. They're sleeping. And Goku and everybody else are in the cell. And they're, they're upset about what's going to happen in the morning. And Poir is, Poir is just looking at the sky. And Oolong says to Poir, what are you doing? And she's just floating there looking at the sky. And she was like, oh, I'm just looking at the moon. It's so full and big. You know, it, it looks so nice. And Oolong's like, how are you, like, how are you distracted with this? Like, why are you even bothering, like, giving the moon any attention? And Par says, like, oh, well, you know, 
there's nothing to look forward to for tomorrow. So, and there's nothing I can do now. I might as well just enjoy one last beauty in the world and and you know look at this full moon. And that's when Goku lays the bomb on all of us. Goku tells us, "Oh, my my grandpa said that at night on a full moon a monster comes out." And Bulma and Yamcha are like, Goku, that's dumb. Monsters don't exist. And Goku goes, no, I'm serious. Like, it, that monster that comes out during the full moon is the monster that killed my grandpa. And he, he's like, he, he destroyed our home and all the trees around our home. He stomped them all out and killed my grandpa. And they're like, but did you see this monster? And Goku's like, no, I slept through it. And they're like, wait a second, what? How'd you sleep through a monster destroying your home and everything? He was, I don't know. I just did. And and I found my, my grandpa uh, dead in the morning. And then he starts saying like, yeah, like my grandpa was so afraid of this monster. He told me to never look at a full moon. So now everybody's like putting two and two together and they all like go running into a corner and they're like afraid of Goku now. And, and Bulma asks like, Goku, by any chance, did you look at the full moon? the night your grandpa died he goes uh i don't know i think i might have he goes but i fell asleep so fast and everybody gets scared and they're like no like you think it could be him and they're like i don't know and they're like we could check by having him look at the full moon and they're like no no it's too risky because what if he is what if he is the monster and so they so bulma tells goku goku don't look at the full moon it's right up there behind you so what does goku do goku does a 180 and boop just sends his head up like 90 degree angle and just starts staring at this moon and he just goes huh interesting and turns around and everybody just looks at him and they're all scared and they're like do you feel fine he goes yeah i feel fine he goes the moon looks nice you know and they're like oh man oh okay good who i thought we thought we thought you're gonna turn into the monster and all of a sudden like Goku just stiffens up, his eyes change, everything changes about like his demeanor and everything. And bam, Goku starts transforming and he transforms into this giant ape. Now, for those of you who don't know, this ape form is called the Great Ape. So this is a form that Saiyans have. And when they're sent to like these planets like Goku was, Goku was originally sent to Earth to destroy it. So the whole point is with the power level of humans at this point on Earth when he was sent there that him as a child would have been enough to destroy them. And if not, then he would just have to wait till it's a full moon, turn into a great great ape and he would rampage and destroy uh everybody on the planet. This way they could sell the planet. It's what Saiyans did. So Goku transforms into his great ape, destroying the easy bake oven they're in. And Shu and Mai like kind of wake up, but they, for whatever reason, they think it's Emperor Pilaf snoring. And they're like, I hate when it gets this bad. And, but it was like, Mai goes, oh, it's like an earthquake though. Like, this is crazy. And Goku in his great ape form breaks out of the castle. It just starts, starts like roaring. And that's where the episode ends. So... You're like, dang, Goku is this crazy ape thing. He clearly, like, you could already tell, like, Goku's not there. Like, his his brain, his, his persona, none of it's there. Like, the monkey form has taken over. So it's a pretty cool thing to, to be seeing so early on. 
Uh, there are some inconsistencies in this um, in this episode uh, compared to the previous episodes. So when Pilaf is fantasizing about being the ruler of the world, he's seen gazing over a globe of the earth uh, in the shape of the real world when it is known that the Dragon Ball universe is set in an alternate earth. So this is the second time we see this again. So like we said before, Akira Toriyama doesn't really plan things out like like ahead of time like that. So that's why we're seeing this. Also, um, Goku's power pull is shown to have a limit to extending when they try to escape to that roof. When I like when I told you that um, Bulma and Yamcha grabbed onto him, it, when the power pull like extended, it looked like it just stopped, like it couldn't go any further. But in the episode, uh, Boss's Rabbit. Uh, Boss Rabbit's magic touch. In that episode, Goku was able to go all the way to the moon. So it was like a little weird. I'm I'm talking. I'm gonna chalk it up to like Goku was so tired that he just just lost any um, will to keep extending the pull. And then um, obviously, like this is the first episode that we see Shenron grant a wish. Uh, so this episode premieres the first transformation in the Dragon Ball series. Uh, power level transformation, like a Super Saiyan transformation, but instead it's Goku transforming into the great ape form. So that's the first, like, real, like, power transformation. Not like Oolong and Poir's, like, shape-shifting that doesn't give them any power or abilities other than what they transform into, like, a bird that they can fly or fish they can swim, things like that. Uh, another fun fact here is Shu's Dog Police show up as enemies in the Dragon Ball game called Advanced Adventures and in uh, Dragon Ball Origins. So similar dogs also appear in a in the newer version of Pilaf's Castle in Dragon Ball Z, Attack of the Saiyans, and uh, Super Watch Dogs. So now we have, that's one, two, four games that these dogs appear. So they definitely had like a, a little love for these these dogs. And then uh, when Funimation got their hands on this uh, and they dubbed this episode, Pilaf is heard shouting exterminate, exterminate at Goku and their friends after Oolong sabotages the wish. This is an obvious reference to the Deluxe, if I remember, that's how you say them. The Deluxe from uh, the science fiction show Doctor Who. So that's pretty dope because I'm a Doctor Who fan um and i didn't really like realize that he was they were tipping their hat to doctor who but that's pretty dope those are like those weird like robots that kind of roll around they're like a little dome shape almost and they have like a little laser that like comes out of their face so that's pretty cool that they reference doctor who you see akira toriyama is very well versed in in other genres here what i didn't know is that in this this episode the footage from this episode was recycled for Saban's uh, edited Tree of Might dub. So it's kind of weird to see that they would like recycle uh, footage from this episode. But nothing too crazy for the trivia this week. Uh, no super like censorship or anything like that by the other dubbing companies. But that brings us to an end. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please don't forget to drop us a review down below whether it's one star 
or five stars anything is appreciated you know you could drop a comment below when you drop the review this way like if you think like you don't like something and you think it should be changed then i could try to address that and continue improving the podcast i, I think i've already come a pretty long way from my earlier episodes to now also don't forget links in the description below so you can follow us on twitter instagram and join our discord channel this way we could all start this community up and come together but with all that said peace out guys until next time take care oh my god i almost forgot the the classic closer um next episode is the legend of goku that is the final episode of the emperor peel-off saga and then we'll be moving into the world tournament saga which is where goku starts training with um masaroshi so how how could i forget that but okay roll the goodbye <laughs>